0: Welcome to Proud to Be Blended, where I'll be showcasing and highlighting our members' accomplishments in and outside of the walls of our facility here at Blended Athletics. Join me, your host, Danielle Allaire, in taking a glimpse into the lives of our members on their pursuit of excellence. Hey, Christina. Hi, Danielle. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. How's the day been? It's
1: good. Good. Yeah. It's sunny
0: you were in at work today or yeah yeah you were home for a few days last week right
1: i'm home when the kids are home for school and then half work half home and then work the rest of the time work
0: the rest of the time and how's that going like kids at home
1: they're doing really well they're they're yeah crushing it that's so good it is what it is we have one of our kids loves peanut butter everything peanut butter So this is just heaven for him, right? Because it's he can eat peanut butter while during school. Typically, well, because typically he can't. He can't take peanut butter sandwiches, Uh, or
0: you know what? I forget about that since I'm not in the school system anymore. I forget about all those things, like working in schools and working in summer camps like that. You don't realize those things. That's
1: our silver lining to him. Guess what?
0: (laughs) I love that, though, that something so small and so simple can just make such a difference. I wanted to kind of introduce you a little bit. This is a follow-up to last week's episode. If anyone was listening to last week's episode, we spoke with Danny, who is Christina's partner, and I just thought today would be a great follow-up to chat with Christina. If you listened to the last episode, Danny spoke very highly of Christina and how big of a role she plays in his life, and so I wanted to chat with her today about her experiences at Blended. First off, do you know how long you've been at Blended?
1: I have been at Blended for five-ish, just over five years.
0: Yeah, so I took a look. I always look to see, but I'm always curious if our members know how long they've been at Blended. But yeah, about the same as Danny, five and a half years. So December 2015 is when you joined. And you're still with us five and a half years later. Can you tell me, I'm curious, why you initially came to Blended? What brought you into Blended?
1: I went to, I've been going to gyms and doing all this stuff for a long time, at least my whole adult life. And then was at a different small local gym, a boutique gym, and just wasn't getting, it was fun and it was like, but it just wasn't getting that much out of it. And definitely could have been challenged more and all that. So then somebody suggested that I try blended and went and never looked back.
0: Never looked back.
1: Oh, no, nope.
0: Love that. Do you remember the first time you came into the doors of blended? I do. Can you tell me about that experience?
1: Uh, I went and had like my initial meeting with Dave. And remember, he asked me a question and I misinterpreted it and I embarrassed myself and I was, oh my gosh, I was just mortified because I didn't know him. So I didn't know if, and I just was, yeah, I felt like an idiot the, the first like five minutes within talking to him. And then he, but he obviously turned around made me feel pretty comfortable. So, cause I stayed, I came back. So
0: <laughs> do you remember the question?
1: Yeah, it was so silly. He asked me, it was, he asked me what I, what do I do? And I think he was relating it to fitness. Like, what do I do now? Or it was vice versa. And I talked about work. He was asking me, what do I do for work? And I started talking about what I do for fitness. Like, it was just a silly, like, and he was like, oh no, I meant like, what do you do for this?
0: It's kind of funny because those experiences they stick with us in a way you know he probably didn't think much of it it wasn't really a big deal but it's just when you're first meeting someone someone you don't know you're going to an that's new and foreign to you so maybe you have some apprehensions already and then you're like damn it yeah kind of throws us off yeah and then did you do an on-ramp with us
1: i did i was solo me and dave
0: you and dave so more experiences with dave
1: yeah, maybe he felt like I just paved the way for, for, or something, but yeah, no, me and Dave.
0: Do you remember any of the on-ramp, any of the movements, how it felt, what you're experiencing?
1: I will never forget it because to this day, Dave still tells me that I had the worst squat he'd ever seen walk through the doors at blended. I don't think he told me that day, but he definitely told me after some rapport was established and we became friends. But at the time, yeah, it was just no mobility, hips, ankles, like it was hideous.
0: And look at where you are now. You got yeah, a it's squat. Thank, yeah, it oh. was
1: five years of work and Dave chirping in my brain for that whole time.
0: I was going to say that sounds like Dave's constantly stuck with you and you're like, I'll be damned, I'm going to have the most beautiful squat in this gym.
1: Wasn't, yeah, it wasn't quite that specific, but because you just don't know if you don't do these movements or do these things, even like just doing regular fitness, I think you did like, I would have done like a pretty stereotypical boot camp squat. And it was not pretty.
0: But like you said, you don't know what's not pretty. The thing I love about what you're saying here, though, is, you know, like we all start somewhere. And at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter what you look like, how you move when you come in, we're going to take care of you and we'll make it a great experience. Right. And I think that's even as you learn, that's a little bit more fuel because you're like, okay, some of these like imperfections or things that could be better about the way I move for my overall health and strength, these are things we can work on. And then that that gets exciting because you can see yourself progress.
1: Well, it's still when you start to progress too and you don't realize you can fix those things. Like I didn't even know what mobility was or that you could I like I remember being like oh I have bad ankles I have no I just needed to figure out how to work them and make them stronger and do all that stuff right
0: it's so true because sometimes we just accept things as they are without realizing that no changes can be made for the better yeah do you remember your first class
1: I don't I knew you were gonna ask me that I try and I don't remember my first class I was was, I probably terrified probably yeah I yeah, I I guarantee you I was
0: You're like, Gary, you've erased it from your memory, perhaps.
1: Probably. Yeah. It was like so traumatic, such a traumatic experience. I feel, I do think I remember my first named workout though, which was somewhere in that new, and I think it was Karen.
0: Oh, 150 wall balls. So for anyone who doesn't know what a named workout is, we often do benchmark workouts, which are workouts that you'll see repeated. And this one was Karen, which is 150 wall balls. So that's you squatting with a ball a weighted medicine ball in your hands and then throwing it up against a wall to a target and doing that 150 times, basically as quickly as you can.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. Yeah. And I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. I have my scores in my Zen planner, but I don't feel like that was my first one. I probably didn't record scores back then.
0: Do you remember what that felt like or how you felt after the fact?
1: Oh, it was miserable. It was, but like good, miserable. I'm a glutton for punishment, which is obviously why I've been here for five years. But wall balls are not my, not my thing. They, uh, they're better now, obviously with the, with the better squat movement and just being stronger. But wall balls then were probably just horrible just they took everything out of me and
0: pretty potent movement that's for sure and then yeah. You're like, okay, this is difficult and pretty crappy in the moment and then a couple of days later you're like, oh my God, this is even worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love that you remember that workout yeah we don't all remember our first workout or our, but you remember a lot of first experience for sure yeah and then talking about your memories and some of your experiences do you have a favorite blended memory or a couple of them that you'd like to share?
1: Oh my gosh I have so many that oh my gosh most of my favorite memories over the past five years are at blended
0: what's like the first one that comes to mind or like who do you see
1: usually danny and then my yeah there's like a core group that i kind of spend a lot of my time with there so always with them and just the community stuff the open workouts and the big events the friday night lights and the all the big stuff we can't have right now
0: for anyone who doesn't know friday night lights we host the crossfit open workout and friday night lights is on Friday night, everyone comes out and you sign up for your time slot to do workout. And when we could gather, we would have several people there watching and cheering on. And it's just, it's a really fun experience because you get to watch people do things that they didn't think was possible or they didn't really oh, think
1: Yeah, so many, like Mel doing muscle-ups with her braids and the pregnant, her pregnant clean workout and uh-huh. Scott, Leanne and Tammy dressed as aliens in the triple threat. And yes,
0: that was awesome.
1: Riker and Mike going head-to-head every week. And just, oh my God, there's so many. Holly getting that clean that she worked so hard for, and Dave's niece getting her muscle up. And
0: there's so many. I mean, there's a lot of those moments that I also wasn't there for, but it's funny because I know about them and I wasn't even here for a lot of those, but it's a pretty uh, impactful experience.
1: Yeah. The women's night was a really cool event too. That night that there was just when we could have as many people as we could fit, it was all women. It was really, 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 really cool experience.
0: It was really cool. And what I loved about that event, too, is everyone was in there doing the same thing and everyone was able to do it. You know, we designed something that was accessible to everyone. We probably had over 50 women.
1: Yeah, it was packed.
0: There's a picture of everyone there and it was just really cool to see so many people together. And what I love about those events is different people that don't even know each other get to bond and get to know each other at that point.
1: Yeah, it was a special
0: do you have a favorite memory in terms of your accomplishments? So it sounds like a lot of your memories are around other people, which I think is really cool and speaks to the community and like the role you also play here in this community, how you recognize and acknowledge people that way. How about your own accomplishment?
1: I think just the whole, the whole process of being where I am now versus where I was like thinking when I started, I was 30 pounds, 30 plus pounds lighter than I am now. So my Mine's not a weight loss story. Mine's the complete opposite. And I thought I was, you know, I have at the time, I had 35 years of crappy 90s diet culture in my brain and just, I was so skinny and I just thought I was so fit and I was so great. And then I started realizing like I could barely make it through workouts. My body would not do what I wanted it to do. And then just over time of learning that all of that didn't, like none of it was right. Like none of it, I was just learning how to fuel your body for what you want it to do and there's the number on the scale didn't matter when back then it really did and just yeah so different the why is like yeah when I went there it changed drastically like I went for a while and just thought you know went and went through workouts and it was fun and I wasn't but I wasn't really progressing obviously you progress over time just because you gain skills but it might you know what I could lift probably wasn't really progressing and then it was probably I'd say like a year or more in and something just switch with me. And I was like, you know what, I really want to see, like, I really want to focus. And I switched and I really started paying attention, like how I fueled myself and in the gym, like paid attention to less socializing and more paying attention to my coach and really trying to get everything I could. Like the coach will talk to anybody and I'm listening. And just because I'm trying to get everything I can out of the experience, because I'm just like, I'm in this situation where I'm surrounded by people that are the, like, like they're just so good at what they do. Why would I not absorb every ounce of that?
0: I, I love that, but you are. You're a very, uh, I don't know, reflective person, I would say. And I think that it's cool to know and see that you're just taking as much as you can out of the experience. And I think everyone's going to have a different experience, right? And some people are going to come here for what you said you initially came here for, what you took out of coming here, which was socializing, hanging out. And I'm sure oh, you, still get, you still get that. But I do. And if, if, if that's
1: what gets you through the door, have at her. Just my goals changed and my reason for, going changed, but that's not everybody's reason for going at all. There's so many different versions of what you could get out of going there. It's everybody's going to find something. And if not, if they don't, I hope they find it somewhere else. That's not their place.
0: It's true. Do you know what caused you to make that shift? Was there something in particular going on in your life that you just said, you know what, I want to get strong. I want to do more, learn more.
1: I think it was just being, it's a battle. Like it always is like I said, so many years of just wanting to look a certain way or being told that you should look a certain way, and then realizing that that's half the time unattainable, and then the other half, like you could kill yourself and never reach it. But then being surrounded by these women that are just like so confident in who they are, and like it's just I'm getting emotional because I'm just like, it's so take
0: your time. And what's I'm more impressed with, like, the women that are there,
1: everybody that's there, but especially, sorry, the women, but, like, the young women that just, they know so much more, so young, and it's so beautiful. Like, there's, you're just surrounded by them every day. Like, there's the Nicoles and the Abbies and the megans and the Chelseas and, like, all these people that are just, like, they're just so impressive and it's so amazing that they're just like yeah it's I think like just being surrounded by that like it's so funny how like there's no there's a division there's no division of like age at all you know you could be next to a 65 year old or you can be next to an 18 year old obviously there's no personally I always have a little you know I'm not comparing myself to the 18 year olds I'm not really comparing myself to anybody I have a core group of women that are you know my skill level my age that are kind of my benchmark because they're the they're the people that I aspire to be like but then just yeah to have that community and those young women to feed off each other it's so impressive it's just really like I just I keep using the word special but it really is.
0: I think it's really incredible how that came about for you. Coming here just because you wanted something different and a challenge, but then seeing what's possible. And I touched on this when I chatted with Danny, but you know, when you see something in someone, there's two things that can happen, I believe. You can be jealous and be negative about it. and be Like, I'm never going to look like that, or I'm never going to move like that, or I'm never going to be able to do that. Or on the flip side, there's the beautiful thing that happened with you and that I want that and I can have that and I will be able to do that and that it inspires you and fuels you to find the best version of yourself that you can grow into.
1: Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like the, there's no grand illusions of my ability of I'm definitely not uh, almost every day. Well, when we get to go in and do it, like I have, you know, like I said, a core group that I talk with and joke around with and all this. But they uh, almost every single day I'm like, all right, Tammy, go and beat my score. Go show me how it's done. And same with Max and all these women that I'm just like, I'm perfectly happy with them kicking my ass every day because I'm just like, I'd rather be surrounded by people that are so much better than me, but are just, they're these shining examples of all these different things that I can be. And and just the possibilities of like, I'd rather be chasing them than just be sitting on the sidelines being like, oh, I can never do that. Oh, it sounds self-deprecating, but it's not. It's not meant that way. But I say all the time, I'm perfectly happy being the worst of the best. If those are the people that are going to beat me every day, I'm happy
0: a clam. Yeah, I think, you know, you find people in the environment worrying if you're here to get better and be better you're not gonna get better with people that are at the same level as you or less and i don't mean that in a negative way i just mean if you want better and you want more and you're in an environment where you're always the best you're only gonna get so far right if you're always at the top you don't have anyone pushing the needle forward for you so i don't i don't think it's self-deprecating like you said i I think I get what you mean It's you got to surround yourself with people who are great if you want to be greater. Yeah, I really love that. And it gives me chills and excitement. And it makes me think of all the people that have impacted me since I've come here. I think that's why we do this. That's why we talk about this stuff so we can all reflect on our own experiences and the people that have influenced us. Speaking of, is there, I mean, you mentioned several names. You spoke of a lot of younger athletes in our gym. Is there anybody in particular that you feel has been most influential for you since coming to Blended?
1: Oh my gosh. I got, yeah, I have so many. It's not even, it's, you know, the, there's the coaches, there's coaches that are, have come and gone there's current coaches there's everyone there but and they're all they all have something different to offer and it's all definitely you can get something from everybody you cross paths with there. And whether it's fitness related or not, or, and so I just, I have like the, I always used to call, I still call them because I feel like I'm a little, I've caught up a little bit, but I always say, I want to play with the big girls someday. And that was the Mel's and the Janas and Melissa's, and Tammy and Max and all these women that are just like Maggie and quads the size of my torso. That's what I always tell them. And I'm just like, they can do things that I'm like, I keep chasing them. And like I, like I said, I caught up a little bit and I'm still just happy to keep chasing them.
0: Gives you something to keep going for. And then when you reach them, it's like, okay, now now we play. Now we play. Now let me give you a challenge. And I know that there's workouts that you excel in, right? And there's workouts that they excel in. And I think yeah. that's a beautiful thing is we all have our skills and strengths. And we can play off of those to help one another get better. Yeah. Do you have any particular goals you're working towards in terms of fitness right now or skills?
1: we went to, Danny and I went to Miami and we got to go to Wadapalooza, which is a fitness festival that primarily focused is focused around CrossFit, but it's it's all it's this big fitness festival of all these like minded people that really just I know it sounds ridiculous, just go and watch like some of the best of the best in the world work out, but it it hyped us up. And we were we were coming home and we were lucky we got to go last year before everything shut down, before all of this even started. And we were amped. Like we were coming home. We were like, we are going to see what we can do. Like I was game and then everything just kind of went to hell and so it's the past year and a half has been pretty much just survival of not putting too much pressure on the goals or myself to try to I don't do well with change and there's been a year and a half of constant change and revamp and so I felt like keeping a steady baseline was good, fair. And if I progressed in some things, then that was great. But a long story of saying like, no, not really any goals right now. I need just to stay consistent.
0: I think that's a goal in itself, though. I think the practice of learning to let some things go, right, to let go of some expectations and pressures that we put on ourselves and enjoy the experience and keep coming to do what you do, which is absorbing. And if you would sell one day, awesome. If you hit a PR one day, awesome. But it sounds like you've been giving yourself some grace. And I feel like we can all learn from that right now. And we don't need to have these big goals of, you know, squatting so much weight or being able to complete such and such movement. If you do, that's great and good for you. But we all have something different. And it sounds like for you right now, I mean, you said it, survival. And I guess revival, is that just getting some movement in, getting in when you
1: can? Yeah, that's that's, the shutdowns are different. Like when we're in the gym, it's definitely the programming that we adopted when we started doing NC Fit programming is I just think one of the best I've five years. So programming we've had in-house programming, we've had out of the house programming, we've had different all over the map. So I've seen different versions of almost anything. And I just think this current programming, it's really, really just sets us all up to, to succeed. Like even with the ups and downs of the past year and a half, even still, though, like just staying consistent and being in there when we could and trying to be consistent at home, which I am not good at. But uh, when you're in there, that programming just it like we were, we were just starting to see the starting to do some testing and really see the benefits of it when we got shut down again. So I think it'll be really great to hopefully move forward with this and just keep going with that programming and really see the results that I think it can bring.
0: And would you say these are more strength-based results or what kind of results have you been seeing? What's your measure of success around?
1: I would say, I think it's the whole, the way it's structured is that you just see the same things within a reasonable period of time. And it it is that we've done this types of programming before, but I just feel like the way we're doing the, the waves and the different, definitely strength gains which is also so dependent on so much more than just programming and inside the gym. I'm also the opposite of like, like I said, I, I don't like change. So when I try to control the things I can control, which through a lot of this can be, you know, what I eat, you know, trying to stay consistent working out. So, yeah.
0: It sounds like probably what you like about the program and probably the consistency and the routine of it because it's methodical, it's repetitive, in a sense, right, it's repetitive with some variety, but you're going to see your main movements, you're going to squat, you're going to deadlift, you're going to press pretty much every single week. So when you have that consistency, and when you see it so frequently, I think you can start to notice the changes in the progress. And sometimes the progress is not, hey, I put five pounds on my push press, or my strict press, it's, Wow, that actually felt way better than last week. That was way easier to do. I moved the same weight, but it didn't feel as hard as it did last week.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of that. A lot of, like, I'll go, yeah, we went for a bike ride with our kids and the same bike. We go pretty much the same place the whole time. It's really close to our house and we can bike right there and it's pretty. And I remember the last time we did this one specific distance of it, it was really hard. Like, it was just felt like mud biking through mud and then and like constantly changing my gears and doing all this and then I did it this year which I probably hadn't done yeah I hadn't done it since last spring or summer and this time I was like barely changing gears just having and it was just easier and I was like wow this is so nice so I was like wow all, that, all those days
0: on the salt bike are paying off right finally yes and you come in and you're like beeline for the bike you're like I'm gonna use that bike not because you love it
1: oh I hate it
0: not because you love it because you know it's like your nemesis you know that it challenges you but you know that it's going to make you better yeah not not a lot of people walk towards the thing like not even walk like go head on towards the things that make them uncomfortable towards the things that challenge them that sometimes scare them and I love that about you and I don't just mean with the bike it's just that attitude I think that gets you far in the gym but in many other aspects of your life and I wanted to touch on that on how you feel blended has impacted your life outside of the walls of our facility
1: oh my gosh it's Like I said, just physically it changes your life outside of the gym because things just get easier. They get better. It's the we've gotten to share blended with our kids and they've seen how much we love it there. And they've done it and they've we do workouts with them and they're not old enough to go to blended yet. But they come and or you know, when they were allowed, just the doing things with them is easier. And then, you know, we've made so many friends through blended. We spend so much time with people at blended outside of blended not working out
0: working out it's just I mean
1: yeah it's totally changed my life
0: do you think it impacts your work like your professional work in any way
1: yeah it's in the way that like the mindfulness of it all like the I mean physically I feel better which means I'm more focused and more just because I find when I'm working out I'm just my head's clear and I'm able to focus and support my team at work that you know I am very lucky in the fact that a fair number of the people I work with go to blended too so they get it we all kind of understand and we have that camaraderie too and we have that we get to share those moments together and then that comes into work because we have this you know rapport with each other that we can talk about things or and and joke and laugh around but when we work together we all still it's created more of a it's the same within the middle of a workout if there's some people if there's someone chirping you or saying something or get moving or do whatever, there's people that get mad during workouts. But then when you're done, it's just, it's just over. It was just, and so it's kind of the same at work, you know, things can come up. I don't know. We all just deal with them differently. I'm pretty lucky in that respect too.
0: I think it's pretty cool because it must create a nice bond with the people you work with because you have that common interest or there's something that's common. And I think that can also foster a little bit more trust in those people. When you have shared experiences like that, you can get closer to those people. And I think that also just helps your work environment. I imagine you enjoy going to work. You know, you see people that you enjoy seeing and that you can share common interests with. Do you like your job? Oh, I love my job. I was like, I made this assumption, but I don't feel I've ever heard you say anything negative about your work. You seem to enjoy it. and
1: Very, very lucky in yeah. many aspects of my life.
0: That's great. I love that. But I want to go back to how you were talking about the Christina pre blended, the 30 pounds lighter Christina, and now the very strong Christina. How do you think that impacts the way you carry yourself? Or does it impact the way you carry yourself?
1: It definitely does. It didn't, I don't think I realized it so much then. Like I wasn't, I was a confident 30 pounds less. Like I thought, you know, I was like, I'm in great shape. I'm so fit. I'm, I'm, best shape of my life. And I had visible abs and I was all, I look at pictures of myself now. Oh my God. I look emaciated. Not that bad, but it was, I was skinny. It was just so funny just to now look back and go, Oh my gosh, there's definitely like skinny is not something anybody should be striving for healthy and fit at whatever size. And if that is on a small frame, it might look like skinny But I was, like I said, unhealthy skinny. I couldn't get through a workout. I couldn't, I felt like I was going to pass out. There was a picture of me at my first open that I could barely clean 85 pounds. And so it's, yeah. What are you cleaning now? Regularly, happily cycling, you know, 125, 135.
0: Yeah, which is rep after rep after rep. And you can barely do 85
1: probably. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a big difference. So it's the looking back to, it still hits, like it's not completely gone. Like I said, that was a lifetime of wanting to be that way. And it's still like, I feel the strongest and the most confident when I'm in the gym or when I'm surrounded by those like-minded people. So sometimes, you know, when you're a bit thicker, I'm thicker now and I'm happy, happily thicker. But when you're around people that aren't or don't value that, sometimes you're like, Oh, like I don't look like them anymore. I don't look like that, but and then I'm like, I could probably deadlift like three of them put together. So I'm pretty happy with that. So you get over it pretty quickly. I love it's that.
0: A, I was gonna ask you, how do you handle that, right? When you do find yourself comparing when you're with people that are not from the same environment, but you just remind yourself that you're strong. Yeah. You love that.
1: I do. I love that about myself. And I don't, it's not like I, I don't walk around with my lifting stats posted on my forehead. I sometimes wish I could,
0: but I'm just like, it doesn't matter. Not everybody else needs to know it. You're like, I know that I can do this or that's what I'm hearing. Yeah.
1: That it just, that it doesn't matter. I don't need them to know the people that matter. know, and that's all that matters. So, and then the rest of them, I don't do not give to about. So
0: <laughs> I think that's important. Would you say you've always been like that? Like you've always been able to kind of block out people who's like, I guess, opinions don't matter to you? Or would you say that that's something that's a work in progress, something you've worked on for a long time?
1: I'm it's definitely a work in progress. I'm a bit of an overthinker. So I let things in and I sometimes overcompensate and justify and make excuses and say, but then when I actually sit back and I think about things and I'm like, wow, I don't even understand why I said that because I honestly do not care. I don't. like. I care about the people who matter in my life. I care about the way things come across to them. But other than that, no, I've always been a bit of a yeah, I like to be included, but at the same time, it's okay when I'm not.
0: I think I think that's always a lifelong thing, right? To be like self-assured in your own way, with your own strength, your own qualities. And I mean, it's so easy to be like, oh, don't care about what other people think. But I think when you shift your energy from like, stop caring about what people think or the other people, when you shift your energy into... I'm going to invest energy and time into the people that matter to me, the people that support me, the people that see me and the people that acknowledge me and really get me. I think that's when we kind of are able to let go of the other influences a little bit more. Yeah.
1: I think when you surround yourself too with people like-minded people, that it's a funny thing too, and people in mostly women in our world, you know, this like people who like to we torture ourselves for fun and, you know, see what we can do and push ourselves further than most. It's, you know, it's still a really new and unique place for women to be. It's still not a very accepted place for women to be. I still, I've always struggled. I've always been a lot because I, I have opinions, and I'm not afraid to share them. I'm always very envious when the men can just say and do whatever. But in now in this world that it's where women and men when you're lifting and when you're doing these workouts, and when you're doing all the same stuff, it's just this even playing field. And it's really, really nice to just be like, you know what, life's not fair out there at all. But once you walk through those doors, it's just like it's up there, it's on the board. And it's just Like it's, I find, I find peace in that.
0: I had never really thought of that before. I mean, I've definitely recognized and seen how women in general are, Treated differently, especially when we speak up. We both have pretty strong personalities, and I say that in the most beautiful way. I think it's really awesome that we have strong personalities and that we speak up, but I can definitely relate to a little bit of an internal battle when you say something and it's not well received, and you just want to speak your truth. I'm curious if the even playing field in the gym gives you more confidence outside of the gym to say those things and to like own it when you do speak up
1: no I'm also I see it comes to with I find a lot of it comes with always being this way but finally being okay with being this way also comes with the confidence in who I am and what I can do and all that stuff but it also comes with age and so that's just something that you find, like, I, I I question myself sometimes, I'm like, oh, if I just really like worked through a lot of this, and I'm at a good place, or if I just gotten to the point where I just, I'm old enough that I just don't care. It's a little bit of all of it, I think you just find this confidence through experience in life that you just really start to realize what matters. Definitely.
0: And I think, you know, when you say age, what I hear is just practice more opportunities to practice like when you say experience right it's like the opportunity to practice being like nope this is the way that I am. And, you know, I think that's something that I've been working on in the last year, mostly, and I'm starting to just accept that this is the way that I am, instead of changing it, because some people don't like it, the people who love and care about you will see you appreciate you and acknowledge you. And I think that is powerful in us being able as people to accept the way that we are.
1: Yeah. And that's what I see so valuable for in all of you young women, younger women at the gym that I'm just like, I it's almost an envy, but not in a bad way or, in, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, like they they know so much so young just from being in this place and being surrounded by these people and being confident in their body and who they are. And I know that it doesn't all exist for them. Everybody struggles with things, but that baseline and surrounding yourself with people like that is just, oh, you guys are like so far ahead of the game. It's really, really cool.
0: Well, and I would say that some of the younger women in this gym are ahead of the game because of women like you, you know, women that have had those lived experiences, like you're saying to me, you're like, I've had those lived experiences and us being able to lean on you and you leaning on us. I love all of that, how the different women, regardless of age, regardless of experiences, they can all learn something from each other. And I mean, not just women, I would say, you know, everyone in this gym, but when you can take advantage of the people around you, and I mean, in a good way, and their experiences and learn from them and absorb, like you were saying earlier, I think that's the beauty of this community.
1: Yeah, it's really something special.
0: It really is. I wanted to wrap up. I have one last question for you, but before I ask you my last question, I'm curious if there's anything else that you wanted to share. Any other experiences?
1: My biggest, some of the biggest lessons I've learned are from the people that I never would have thought would have, not that I wouldn't have thought they didn't have anything to share, but like that I wouldn't have maybe thought that I would have gotten anything from. I mean, we have the beauty of the ground zero and the loft, but like if you want, and if you're ready, the things you can get from those coaches or those, or even just when we're allowed to, again, spend 10 minutes after class or before class, like in the lobby or in open gym and just, you know, experience different people there. And like, I go to, I've had the pure benefit and joy of being coached by so many people there and at other gyms. I drop in at other gyms when I travel, and I've learned so much because everybody coaches things differently and everybody says things differently. And I've, you know, I've had Daryl come up to me probably in the middle of a class, not even his class. He was like watching from the wings and he spoke to me about something like he was just like, Your intentions of why you're doing something. He's like, I don't know if they're aligned with what you really want. And I was like, wow, like that has stuck in my head for years. And I I tell people that all the time. I'm like, Daryl made this comment to me one time and it has lived in my head rent-free for years. Has affected everything I've done since. Every time I'm doing something, I'm like, am I doing it for this purpose? Am I doing it? I've had conversations with Daryl. I've taken his classes, but he's not one of my primary coaches. You know, things that that you've said, things that Cody said, things that just all these, you can get a lot out of people that you just, yeah, just have to like, you know, be willing to spend a little time and absorb it from them.
0: I think it speaks to how open you are to receiving that, right? Someone could have been like, you don't know me at all. Right. But you took some time, you sat with it, and it has stuck with you to make an impact on many of the choices that that you make when you're in the gym and probably even outside of the gym too.
1: Yep. Definitely.
0: Cool. I wanted to wrap up. So I have been asking all the guests, if you could give any advice to someone who was thinking about coming to blended, what would it be?
1: Oh my God. Just come. I know it's so simple to like, it sounds so simple. I know how nerve wracking it is to like call and meet someone that you don't know. My biggest advent, advice is I obviously sing the praises of Blended to pretty much everyone I meet. I'm sure they're all sick of hearing of hearing about it. We've gotten people we know to join. We've, But if come to Blended, try to do... But if it's not your place, then try somewhere else. And try somewhere else and try somewhere else until you find your place. Because to get emotional again. Because <laughs> once you do... It's just can change your life. Like physical fitness and being physically active and it, it has nothing to do with the way you look, but it just can affect so much of your life and that community that you can find. It's just like, I can't stop saying how special it is. Like, it's just, so I personally highly recommend blended, but if like, people just need to try to find their place because once once they do it's really it's really pretty impressive the things that you can the things that you can achieve and find out about yourself and learn and grow and i guarantee you like if i had not come to blended five years ago i'd be a different person like it's just it's crazy to think about that to think about my life without blended and without the people I've met there.
0: So, yeah. It's pretty impactful.
1: Very, yeah. That's the perfect word, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I would say, just to echo back what you're saying, is just come because you never know blended could be your place, right? You're never going to know if blended is your place if you don't step into the doors or pick up the phone or send that email. Yeah. And if it's not, then hopefully we can guide you to somewhere else that might be your place.
1: Yeah, and it's not if that person who gave you your tour that you had to talk with, if that's not if you don't meld with them, fine, meet someone else. Go meet another coach, meet another part like you need to connect with one person and then the rest will all just kind of fall into place.
0: Thank you so much. I really
1: appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for your
0: time and just being so open and vulnerable with us because I think that really allows people to see what's here and like see you and hear you and get you a little bit more, right? If there's members listening that know you, they probably know you a little bit better. or They feel a little bit closer to you now. And I think it's just really special that you were able to share. I know we keep saying special, but share how special it, the community has been to you.
1: It is. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. Uh pretty important place for me so yeah
0: thank you so much thank you thank you for listening if you were inspired or moved by this episode please share it with a friend leave a review and subscribe to the podcast